2: Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Cousin
1: Connection podcast,
2: podcast. and we're coming to you with episode forty-five. Is this forty-five? Yeah, yeah, forty-five of the Cousin Connection podcast. And whoever's still listening, you know, I'm glad to have you here. And you <laughs> listeners, glad rocking. for. <laughs> I didn't even notice what. What to are you say? about to say?
1: Thanks for rocking with us. But well, that sounds so like rock on dude yeah whatever <laughs> <goes>. <laughs> uh but
2: yeah thanks again for tuning in uh we got another hopefully great episode for you you know ramadan is definitely um in full swing at this point i think mm-hmm. last week was the uh, first week we were into it no. yeah yeah wasn't it
1: episode 43 this one was like day two of ramadan last week was like the first week of ramadan this yeah is so the we're two week.
2: weeks into it right yeah, this is two weeks. Officially two weeks now.
1: We've completed two weeks, yeah. Yeah, we've yeah, completed
2: yeah. two weeks now. Yeah. So we're halfway there, which is kind of mm-hmm. weird. Like, it, just time is flying. Like, Ramadan feels like it's just going quicker and quicker every year. You
1: feel like that too? Yeah, definitely.
2: Mm. It's a lot quicker than normal. And um, But yeah, it's, it's been good. We've um, got a couple of things to talk to you about. Uh, a couple of serious topics mm-hmm. that we'd like to bring up. But uh, I'm not sure where you want to start. I feel like...
1: I don't know. Should we start with the serious one or or end off mm-hmm. with that one
2: we can end off with that one yeah let's yeah. start with a little sweet
1: stuff. when we brainstorm for for topics we kind of look for inspiration in our day-to-day lives or whatever is trending or whatever pops up on our feed or mm-hmm. whatever i said whatever a lot anyways yeah. uh,
2: <laughs> you gotta be more confident in your in your ideas and what you want to talk about okay? okay don't listen. say whatever just go okay, into fun. it Fine. you don't have to explain it to them i mean i do what they're listening. Oh, no, I mean, like, you don't have to be like, okay, so the reason I came with, it's like, (laughs) you know, just just jump into it.
1: (laughs) So this week, uh, I I wanted to talk about um, this new Netflix show, or maybe it's not new, but I've just come across it recently or heard about it. It's called The Ultimatum. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of it?
2: Oh, yeah, I definitely know about it. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh,
1: I didn't think you knew about it. Yeah,
2: I, I, no, I know about it because of like other podcasts I've listened to and other YouTubers that have covered it. Did you watch
1: it or, or at least look into it?
2: Well, like the one of the YouTubers I watched mm-hmm. called uh, Nathan Zed he mm. actually did like a whole breakdown of it
1: so you already have an opinion then yeah
2: sort of okay you no. know you can keep going keep going don't worry don't worry don't, worry, don't worry. just uh, you know act like i never said that
1: <laughs> no but like now you already have like okay fine fine mm-hmm. i'll tell you what i think and then
2: okay go ahead just ask me the same questions you were thinking of asking and then i'll, I'll... Try and give it an unbiased opinion.
1: Well, you haven't seen it. You just watched some of it. Yeah, else's...
2: exactly. So I just act like i never seen it then.
1: Fine. <laughs> um. Okay, so I ha- I haven't even watched the whole series. Really? I-, I just watched one episode for research purposes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't intending to watch it yeah. now anyways. I was yeah. going to like wait until after Ramadan just because, yeah. you know, anyways. uh, I watched one episode just to kind of get the gist of it because everybody and their mama's talking about it. Basically, like... It, it's like a bunch of different couples that are in long-term ish serious relationships yeah. and one of the two people in the relationship gives the other an ultimatum. Yeah. So then they decide to go on a reality show that like an
2: ultimatum basically like you have to marry me or we're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that is that all the ultimatums? That's what I uh, that's what I uh,
1: took from it. Most of them, yes, but some of them are like um like one couple is like the the guy wants kids and the girl doesn't. Okay, or yeah. Or no, one no, of the no, girls no, is like yeah. my husband has to make more money than me. Yeah. And in her current run, they don't he doesn't yeah. make more money. So um everybody has these ultimatums and they all decide to just come on a reality show where it gives them the opportunity to date other people to see if their partner that they originally had is really the one or if they should yeah. just go for someone else.
2: Yeah, when I heard about that concept, I was like this this doesn't make any sense right to with but like at the end of the day netflix knows i, I feel like netflix knows what they're doing at this point like they, they're they known for their reality shows at this point like remember netflix originally was known for like all its great shows like orange is the new black yeah and um dark which is a show that i really like mm. um what other great shows that they used to have back in the day? like actual like series like proper series not reality shows
1: oh i can't remember yeah well there's, a, there's probably <laughs> there's a lot. there's a bunch more is ozark a netflix oh yeah uh original? stranger things stranger things yeah that's
2: still a thing but now i feel like netflix is purely like a reality show um producer because if you think about it mm. like netflix knows what people want you know like they yeah. actually have the they have the algorithm behind them right they're they see what people are clicking clicking
1: they're, they're taking over uh mtv slot because mtv used to be like the king of reality shows yeah remember
2: yeah and mtv at this point is mu- mostly just like ri- ridiculousness and like wilding out like it's basically the all they do now it alive. yeah and they have like like spin-offs of ridiculousness called like deliciousness
1: i've never even heard of that <laughs> yeah
2: so that's basically what's keeping it alive at this point oh. but like netflix has taken over the game when it comes to reality shows and because mm. they have that ra- algorithm behind them so they see what people are clicking yeah so they literally just take like they find that a lot of people like this concept mm. and this concept. So, like, why not put it together, right? Uh. Yeah. Like, basically, this is this is very similar. Not very similar, but this is almost like they took, like, I don't know. What's another? Too hot to handle. And like, and, like, what's that one where you can't see the person?
1: Love is blind. Love
2: is blind and, like, stuck them together. I'm not saying that's exactly what they did, but that's what they're sort of doing at this point. They're just taking different concepts mm. and be like... St- stew it and see if it works if it doesn't work we just won't put it out
1: but you know the thing is is with all the other like reality slash dating shows that they have on netflix everyone goes into those shows single yeah but and and the interesting thing is that you know the show love is blind i think the producers or maybe they're just hosts but nick lachey and his wife vanessa are the producers of love is blind yeah which kind of like that's an interesting concept for a show Mm -hmm why would they and they also produced this one um the ultimatum oh really yeah like i was like oh they're hosting this too and then they're yeah. they're producers of the show and then basically when they were introducing the concept uh vanessa was like we came up with this idea because like in their own relationship they took a break and they decided to see like one other person yeah. so they both dated somebody else and then they realized oh like they're the one that person's the one yeah and that's why they got married
2: this is what happens when you don't have god in your life man but i'm say? just like
1: uh, yeah right but like it yeah. just w- i was watching it to just like see like there's no way this is gonna work and yeah. all of the couples like in their confessional or whatever yeah they're like yeah you know i'm just gonna be open to the idea but like i still love my person so like uh, mm-hmm. you know and the 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 thing is is they have a week to basically like speed date everybody yeah so imagine there's like 10 guys 10 girls oh yeah yeah so five couples they're all in the same like, I don't know, hotel, okay? So imagine like you're in a committed relationship, mm-hmm. you give this ultimatum thing a try, and like while you're talking to some random girl, mm-hmm. you can see your your now ex, I guess, yeah. talking to some random guy. Like how weird is that?
2: Well, like when I when I saw all like well, well with the video that I saw about it, yeah. I was like there's definitely there's no way this is real. But then again, I remember things like Mori exist. <laughs> And I used to think <laughs> Maury, <laughs> I, I used to think Maury and like Jerry Springer were fake, but is that not scripted? No, they're real. Like those are real people. So, wow. It just, it, I, I guess, it just reminds you, of, like, they're people who are willing to expose any part of their life and kind of mm. do anything for exposure. And that's what it's turned into because they know all these people know when they're going on a reality show, they're doing it mainly for exposure and to like kind of use it as like a a. Uh, jumping off point to like start their social media to career, career like influencer career
1: uh see i thought that but like the people that came on um mm-hmm. the ultimatum yeah one of the guys so before i even watched the show one yeah. of the contestants mm-hmm. uh he came up on my for you page on tiktok Mm-hmm. And he, like, put up a TikTok that said something like, I had no idea what the show was even about. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that we were going to be dating other people. Yeah. So, and, and that reminds me of the other show. Um, I think it's called Too Hot to Handle. Yeah. Where... When they're applying for this Netflix show, they think it's a completely different show, mm-hmm. and they come on and they realize like, no, this is what you're actually like. This is the show that you're actually on.
2: Yeah, but I guess you have to be a certain type of person to even want to go on a reality show like that. And yeah, expose like, your relationship like that.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, and you can, and you can
2: tell like just from the person who I saw who was reviewing it, you can tell mm-hmm. there's always like one person who's like really into that relationship really and the other yeah. person just doesn't care
1: that's exactly and the editor like i have to give it to the, the editor teams, the yeah. way that they edit it because yeah. they'll show like they showed like one guy in the first episode where um he's like believes that the girl is his soulmate and she's like he's like crying in the bathroom because he can't do this whole speed dating thing he's like yeah i know i'm in love with her like why am i wasting my time here yeah and then she's talking to like all these guys and she's like yeah i just don't think he's the one for me yeah
2: yeah exactly <laughs> like <laughs> and the funny thing is is that that couple is actually the one who ended up getting married and like having a kid. Oh,
1: they, really? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Did I spoil it for you? Is it the one with the short hair? I yeah, don't the know their blonde names. girl. Really? They got married?
2: Yeah. It's really bad. It, and like, they actually got married on the show. Like, they had the, you know, the there and everything. So they
1: didn't end up getting with the other people that they met?
2: No. And it's, and it's, no. And What's it's his funny name, because, Cl- up until what?
1: Calvin Cl- I don't know what it is. I, I
2: don't name. know. I can't remember their <laughs> names, but like, up until the point where they made that decision to actually get married like mm. she was still going back and forth to me like i would never marry this person ever in my life i don't even know what i would think like that and literally like two scenes later they're like at the podium getting married
1: that's mm, a little sus yeah do you think they did it and, for money or you think it was like genuine
2: um i don't know i think it's just people some people they like the power dynamic they like, like they mm. like the fact that someone will will probably never leave them no matter what they do. So they feel like they can do whatever they want in that relationship kind of.
1: That's so sad. Yeah, it's
2: very sad. That's why I, I kind of mm. don't like watching reality shows to begin with. Yeah. Um, because a lot of these people are just having like these sad lives. Like it, it feels so empty. Mm. Like the relationships that they're having, the fact that they um, can say they like love this person. And then two scenes later, they're like with an, literally in bed with another person. Mm -hmm. and saying they love this and i don't know it's just it's a sad reality that there are a lot of people who are living like this and these and without these reality shows are just exposing it and showing us that like that it's fake yeah uh not 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 that it's fake is that like people just don't know who they are and like they don't know um how to like cultivate a proper relationship there people Mm -hmm. weren't trained properly and like maybe it's in fact because like you know there's a high divorce rate in the country so a lot of people don't grow up in like two parent homes yeah so they don't see what like a loving relationship might look like or like i don't know there's a lot of factors that go into it yeah uh and also the culture like the culture in america that's there's a reason that a lot of these shows work in america Mm -hmm. is because the culture is so like backwards when it comes to relationships and like and love and all that stuff
1: In, in what sense though
2: huh like they don't they don't really put any significance in like when you're when you're getting in bed with a partner like there's no significance to that it's very frivolous right
1: they kind of like um it's kind of like they don't treat
2: it with the respect that it needs
1: it's like a liberation movement
2: yeah exactly and they and people are trying and we're and society moving in a way where they're like being so liberal that they're like do whatever you want you Mm. know there's no consequence whatever but like as muslims and like just religious people in general we know what the consequences are even though you don't see them right away yeah you know what the consequences are for your soul yeah and and for you as a person like in the future you're definitely or a majority of people are going to look back and be like like the the things i did did nothing for me they did yeah like I, you ended up in a in a worse place than where you could have been if you were a lot more respectful of your body yeah and your relationships that you're in so that's probably what I guess someone who's religious can take away from these reality shows (laughs) shows what like you're really protecting yourself from.
1: Yeah, I mean, even when like when we're like, you know, I know you don't you probably don't really watch that many reality shows. But even when I watch, I don't watch any (laughs) like I can't sit here and tell you like, yeah, I can relate to these shows because it's Mm -hmm. not. I don't. Yeah, I think I think think people
2: like like you or like people who. Don't take part in that lifestyle at all. Mm -hmm. Just like it because of the like, it's so ridiculous. It's almost like it's almost like a car crash. Like it's so it's so uh, so bad, but so so bad. You you can't look away, right? Yeah, yeah. Like like any car, you when you see on the side of the road and stuff, everybody looks, even though it's something horrible. You still look because Mm -hmm. you. I don't know. It's just something primal in your brain. I don't know what it is.
1: Side note: Was I with you that one time when we were on the highway and that one car was on fire?
2: yeah 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 we you, drove right? past it, yeah, 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 yeah it's kind of like that, yeah exactly, and then when I drove back, I like of course, <laughs> when I was passing by, like it was funny how fast that car, like not funny, it was crazy how fast that yeah. car um burnt out because mm-hmm. when we passed it initially, yeah, it was we, in we, flames, one way, right? the, just the engine area was in flames, like the rest of the car was still fine, yeah, and then when I was driving back, literally. The whole car was black and just. Oh, done. the whole car. The whole car was oh, done. Shoot. No more fire anymore. It was just black and crisp. Oh my god. In that like, what was it like? The five ten, ten minutes, minutes since I dropped you off and came back home and oh passed it. Oh my god. Yeah. So that that's why fires are dangerous, right? Because you don't realize how fast they. Yeah. Um, spread.
1: Was there um like um some uh, I'm assuming fire trucks and stuff came by then
2: um because how else would the fire? oh yeah i think there uh, yeah i think there were fire trucks at the time i can't, oh. yeah yeah there's definitely fire trucks at the time
1: because when we passed it there, oh, yeah, wasn't, there was no one um, yet yeah there was there still like anything. the
2: driver was still like outside of the car just running probably for <laughs> that's help that's so something
1: scary like that. uh, yeah. i always have that fear sometimes i'm just like yeah you know driving like check your engines <laughs> change your oil people <laughs> i don't even know how to do that
2: <laughs> what well like you go to you go to the oil changing place
1: <laughs> i've never gone to the garage in my life
2: but someone else does it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. God, you <laughs> got me not scared me. <laughs> there for a second. <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure something's wrong with the wheels outside too. But you know, just wait till my dad comes back. He'll. How long is your dad going for? Like five weeks.
2: <sighs> uh, hopefully, you guys take care <laughs> of that car, man.
1: <laughs> as long as you
2: don't go over like what is it, three six thousand kilometers, whatever the oil change time is. Does it tell you? No. Like it, whenever you get your oil changed, they'll have a sticker that they put on the inside of it that says the kilometers for where, the next change.
1: Where does it where do they put that sticker?
2: Like usually on the top corner of the you never seen that? No. <laughs> it's on the top corner of the, of the screen. Uh, of the windshield. It'll be on the inside. They'll write down the kilometers until the next um I don't think we have that. You do have it. If you don't have it, then <laughs> I've never
1: noticed that in my life. Yeah,
2: you gotta, you got because <laughs> it's usually see through. The only thing that's there is oh. probably their logo, uh. the actual number of kilometers um, until your next one. So usually, like if you have one hundred forty thousand kilometers on your odometer, mm-hmm. they'll write down like if it's six thousand till the next one, they will write like one hundred forty six thousand on it, and really? or they'll or they'll write um, a date mm-hmm. for the next change, cause like just in case you don't drive your car that much oh okay. it's still recommended maybe to get your oil change like every three months or something like that
1: i always thought the car would just be like ding and then just tell you
2: sometimes yeah the newer cars have that option where like they just show you oh even some older cars but um yeah it's usually not recommended to go off that like once you once your actual emergency light turns on mm-hmm. then you're gonna be a little bit more concerned because like i don't know i don't know what the <laughs> threshold is for it but i'm pretty sure it's like pretty low
1: there was one light that was flashing today but honestly like i didn't think it was a big deal what was flashing it's the brackets with the exclamation point
2: Yeah, it's a check engine light <laughs> you can just <scroll. laughs> grow mine is always on but i have like okay a two- I have no but i have a 2002 toyota okay <laughs> it's, fine. it's literally older than probably half the audience is. <laughs> 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 if you think about it it's literally like the 20th anniversary of getting that car is it actually yeah and i remember the day that we Yo. got it like the first day we got that car,
1: it had the new car smell for years. I don't know how. I think
2: because we just had the new car smell like a tree in the <laughs> car.
1: <laughs> Is that why?
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think it's the blue one. Yeah, the blue one's I've the new car smell one. I've always wondered. Yeah, you like, just do that.
1: Oh, smart. Mm-hmm.
2: That car has been through a lot, and I'm surprised that it's still driving to this day. Like it's been pa- literally it's been passed down. Like to me. Do you actually drive that one? Because yeah. I always
1: it's always parked here. So no, always. I still drive it. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah, yeah. Like thought we, you gave up. Huh? my mom gave up on it that's why she won't drive with me uh, in it yeah i'll just take it myself
1: she gave up on that car
2: like she she would prefer to take our other car this dang. one dang yeah that car is done
1: she's a traitor
2: hey it's still uh, when i say that's done like it's done as in like it's just really old and like
1: but it's safe right
2: yeah i think it's safe It has has some braking issues, but, you know, you can kind of get around that.
1: What do you mean? No,
2: like, it just kind of jumps sometimes. It's fine. No, 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 don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. I don't know about that. The car is fine, guys. I've been Mm. driving it every day. Well, not every day. Maybe, like, once or twice a week now. Really? Well, yeah, because, like, where are we going? Yeah, true. We ain't ain't going anywhere. Exactly. It's roaming down, guys.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Oh, my God. I was going to tell you something. Yeah. So I went to the airport this morning. And I felt like I was one of those memes on Salam Central.
2: Why? What happened? Oh, so because <laughs> of the suitcase. You guys had to open your suitcases, didn't you? So oh, my God. Literally?
1: Yeah. First of all, I got there. Anyone who knows, when you're dropping your parents off yeah. to fly to Ethiopia, the entire, like, strip of the departures was all Habasha people. Mm-hmm. Like, every single car. I've yep. never seen so many Toyotas in my life, all at once. <laughs> and you know what the funny thing is yeah because <laughs> i did it too that's why i yeah. started laughing but anyways i was one of those people that opened up the suitcase in front of everyone and i'm like yeah. you know shoving things so you guys things, already yeah. went to the
2: check-in you realized it was overweight
1: no i did this outside because i i could tell like oh, okay i feel like we've traveled enough now to know if a bag is overweight and yeah. my dad's carry-on was so light so i'm like mm-hmm. shove it in here like you're yeah. fine. Then. what happened i sent him off right so my mom took an empty duffel bag and followed him oh just in case (laughs) but you know what i realized so i'm like okay i'll just wait for you here i'm not gonna pay for parking every other car did the same thing no way (laughs) so we're all there's every single car was just the driver but nobody like the car was empty they're waiting for they gotta wait for the person to see if they have to bring anything back and i'm like wow we really are Mm -hmm. all the same
2: and those lines, the only line that takes the longest to check in is anyone anything going to Africa.
1: Yeah, but well, you know what they did this everyone time? everyone is checking in bags.
2: <laughs> everyone. What?
1: So, remember when we went? Yeah. And it was, like, insanely busy. Yeah. D- did you check in the night before? You did, right? Remember? I think so, yeah. We checked in. Yeah. But they didn't really, like...
2: Yeah, it didn't change anything.
1: This time, they yeah. actually had a separate line for people who checked in. Oh, really? In. Yeah, so my dad got in in, like, five minutes. What, people
2: don't know how to check in online? <laughs> I don't know. really at this point people don't know how to check in online i, I feel like it's like a, a common thing
1: i think maybe they oh, thought like
2: it's also because like if you, i think if you check in yeah like you can't add a bag after that or something like that i don't know
1: you can add one online when you check in remember
2: mm. i don't yeah, know but how does that affect your I, I don't think it affects your um
1: i think for us it's because um the covet test thing maybe i don't know
2: oh okay yeah yeah i'm, I'm trying sure. i'm trying to think of how that affects like your check-in process like if you can know if you know you're gonna bring in overweight stuff but i don't oh. think it does
1: i mean either way like they yeah. don't it's not like air canada where you use the machine to drop your bags you're still going to a person yeah yeah so they're still gonna you definitely have to in. have
2: a person if, if you had <laughs> machines <laughs> Bruh, if you and you couldn't negotiate <laughs> anymore oh my god these <laughs> <laughs> so many few more people bring stuff back
1: yeah they'd bring like 60 pound suitcases yeah for sure they would have
2: Nah, but the the airport on a day when an Ethiopian Airlines flight is leaving is, like, something else, man. (laughs) But also, the reason we had to wait so long that last time is because Hmm. they closed one of the gates. Like, they didn't have both of them open. Oh, that was why? I think so, yeah.
1: Oh, that day was No, it was
2: definitely, because remember, like, usually, whenever we would exit, uh, no, whenever we exit, whenever we go through the gates, like, there was that gate, in the area where we were checking in, right? Yeah. But then when we lined up, we literally walked to the other side. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, our line was literally from one side of the airport yeah. to the other side of the airport.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, I
2: thankfully was it was moving why? fast, but like barely. Yeah, and then and then you guys had to run. Yeah, but then we realized, oh wait, they're working on Habusha time, and our <laughs> plane still didn't leave like till oh, yeah. an hour later. <laughs> yeah, that's so
1: true. I remember that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Uh, we, i walked up to the lady and i was like why are these people in line she's like i told them not to we're literally not gonna leave for another hour i was <laughs> like okay <laughs> she's like they still lined up
1: Honestly, and those people
2: just stood there why do people do that all the time man they just stand there
1: you know what you in know line. what makes it me just, mad? doesn't make
2: any difference yeah because like
1: i don't want to stand in line for yeah. an hour yeah but it's like i feel like i have to now cause why because if I don't, then I'm going to be the last one on the plane.
2: But you have a designated seat. But these people. No, you, I'm saying what? these
1: people. I shouldn't do us and them. Yeah. When you're the last one on the plane, you almost never have a spot um, to put your bag on top.
2: Yeah, but if you don't have a spot, you can just give it to them at the front and they'll hold it for you, I think. Right? No? Yeah, they'll or find they'll another like spot. but they move like, it for you.
1: Yeah, which then you have to find your bag later and it's annoying. Eh, you just be the last
2: person to get off the flight.
1: I did that one time in my yeah. life. Because I couldn't find my glasses.
2: Mm. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> when you, I was you waited you, and you were like searching the whole flight for your glasses. I was blind. I couldn't see. <laughs> then so, they were searching for the whole flight for your glasses.
1: Yeah. So like I went to sleep. Yeah. It was on my way back from Turkey, and I put the glasses on the you know the seat pocket. Yeah. And I guess I don't know. man I have like kicked it off or something. Yeah. So I opened my eyes, and they're like, "Okay, thirty minutes uh before landing." Yeah. So I'm like, "Where are the f of my glasses?" And I'm like frantically searching. Okay, imagine the plane. you didn't think
2: to check the front of your seat?
1: I did. I couldn't. I was like, I remember putting it in the pocket. Yeah. It's gone. I check my bag, gone. I look under my seat, yeah. gone. So like I'm panicking now because yeah. I'm like, I don't think you guys know I'm legally blind.
2: <laughs> yeah, you like, you literally can't see. If we took, if you took off the glasses, you probably couldn't see the laptop in front of you. A hundred percent. Yeah, the, the text. The text in oh, there. Oh no. Mm-hmm
1: so imagine now i'm panicking because yeah. i can't see yeah. and i can't find my glasses <laughs> so i'm like oh my god what do i do so i have like head out and about they're like we're trying to like frantically look but like it's yeah. crowded on the plane right so the plane's starting to descend but i'm still like on my hands and knees in the friggin they aisle they didn't tell you to get back in your seat i mean yeah they're like we'll okay. look for it after the plane lands yeah. and i'm like pissed now because i'm just mm-hmm. like i can't even see anything <laughs> I'm like mad you know you should have contacts at this point So then I remembered, oh, yeah, my contacts, they're in the overhead bin. Yeah. So I told the lady, like, can I just, I I can't see, so I have to get my contacts. Mm -hmm. So the plane's going like this, and I'm just like.
2: (laughs) Oh, like they still let you get up while the plane was going
1: down? Yeah. Okay. So then I get my stuff quickly, and I'm, like, putting in my contacts with dirty-ass hands. Yeah. Whatever. And then now I can see. Yeah. But I'm, like, looking for my glasses, nothing. So basically, I had to wait till everybody got off. Mm -hmm. And then it's just me, Hanan, about their moms, and the flight attendants. Yeah. Now we're all looking for it, like yeah. hands and knees. And it was like six rows in front of me. How?
2: Oh, so. I guess like it moved, right? I think I know what happened. You probably put it in that pocket, but put your stuff in there too. And when you were taking out your stuff, it uh, like slipped out with it. And then just rolled. And then just like, like slid down whenever like there was like movement on the plane or something.
1: And then the saddest part. Yeah. Is that the person? Whoever was the it was under squished them. Oh, <gasps>
2: they were cracked. Yeah, like uh, the the
1: this part separated. Yeah.
2: From them. <laughs> oh, so you're walking through the airport with just holding your glasses in your hand. <laughs> I was wearing my contacts. <laughs> like a mon. Oh yeah, you were in the contacts. <laughs> I forgot about that part.
1: But I was so sad, man.
2: Yeah, but then again, those those things can be like gold mines. The the what? the seat. What are we calling them? those seat oh, holder things? Yeah. Like I remember when I was a kid, I had a Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Game Boy Advance color, okay? Ooh, and
1: <laughs> don't tell me you left it in there. No,
2: no, no, no. I was I was at a mall one day and okay. I was playing it and I took it to the washroom with me and I put it onto like the toilet, like the top of the toilet, right? And then I went to the washroom and everything and I'm a very forgetful person. I know. So immediately I just got up, uh. washed my hands and left the washroom and I and I re- didn't realize until like halfway through walking the mall <laughs> that I completely forgot my Game Boy, right? So I sprinted back. <laughs> as hard as i get to the washroom (laughs) and of course it wasn't there anymore right yeah and it had like Uh, a cool design on it and everything it had like a sticker that i put on there uh. i was so sad and then i think i was flying i forget where were you flying to maybe to ethiopia or something Mm. and i was you know you're always curious as a kid you check those front (laughs) seat things right yeah so i was just like playing around with it i was checking the front of it and i felt something in there I was like, what is this? And then like, I like feel it's like, this feels familiar. So I, pick, I pulled it out and it was literally like the same color, Stop. Game Boy Advance color that was I it had same, in my head. Was it yours? No, of uh, course it wasn't mine. So have been like, imagine. they <laughs> so <you> just followed <laughs> me all the way back.
0: Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too?
1: <laughs> so you took
2: it? Of course, I took you it. You took somebody else's Game it Well, like I was on a new flight. It's not like Yo. that kid can remember. I was going to a different country, you know. So what I just took it. and I started playing on it. It had games in it. It had a game in it too. I think it had like Pokemon Blue or something like that inside of it at the time.
1: Yo. I just
2: played that, and thankfully had like a full battery too. <laughs>
1: Oh, I mean, yeah, this was before. I was like, this is God. You know, he sent me this for me. <laughs> Pre charging, <laughs> right? It probably had like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it
2: always had the, the, the AA batteries or something like that. Is it? That's the big one, right? AA batteries? Yeah, yeah. AAA yeah, is the small one. Yeah. yeah. I, had the double, the, I think it had like four at the time. No way. Yeah, yeah I think it had four or maybe it was just two. I think sure it was four.
1: Four batteries? Yeah.
2: They needed a lot of batteries back in the day.
1: Why? It wasn't even that big.
2: I know. Remember back in the day, like they used to have those toy uh, trains and they used to have. They used to need like the giant nine the volt batteries. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not even the Q one, the big round one, and Wait. it would need like four <gasps> oh, of them. What? Yeah, what?
1: Um, I don't even know what type of battery that is. I forget. Yeah, I forget. The, what like type the cylinder looking. Yeah, one. exactly. Yeah. The big ones. <laughs>
2: oh my and it needed, like, god! need, like four of them. You know, batteries were like a crazy thing back in the day. <laughs> what?
1: You know what? I actually, I, I, um, Sebri, do you remember Sebri's green Game Boy? game boy yeah, advance or yeah. whatever it was called no it was just that
2: was just the game boy color yeah yeah
1: so i took it with me to ethiopia too <laughs>
2: Should I hit myself in the face of the mic <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, you want to know something crazy what? so i remember like i took it because my dad was like well give it to your cut co- like your yeah, cousins there of course and uh we played with it so much yeah that i think the battery was starting to die yeah y- you'll never believe what my cousin made me do what He's like, "Oh, I know a trick. You have to put the four batteries or however many batteries in the freezer <laughs> overnight."
2: Actually, yeah, putting batteries in the in the in the <gasps> fridge That's, helps. Yeah, wait for real. Yeah, and I thought he
1: was like the. Cr- I'm like, "You're gonna blow up the house." What no. do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "No, I swear, it's gonna work," and it worked. Ethiopian ingenuity is another thing, man. Yeah, I'll tell you sw- right now. How did you discover that? No, I just it's something I know. It's like, oh.
2: yeah, putting batteries in the fridge actually helps. Like, doesn't help them like recharge, but like I think it gives them a little bit extra. Like you can you can squeeze a little bit more out of them. That by, is by so. It in the
1: fridge. I don't even know who discovered that. Mm,
2: probably some scientists who actually <laughs> made out of it. <laughs> like it was
1: like my battery's about to die. Let me just put it in the fridge.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure they probably found that out early because like that's crazy, especially in the winter. Actually, it does make sense because batteries usually die quicker in the winter, do they not? I don't know. Or maybe it's a process of like putting them in somewhere cold and then taking them out and putting them into like a warmer climate, because like in it. it actually like electrical cars that's an issue with some electrical cars is that mm-hmm. in the winter their batteries die quicker
1: how does that make sense because i thought putting it in the fridge makes it yeah last that's longer. why i'm
2: saying like wait how does that work out but maybe it's because it's still in a cold climate like even when i was working out as a technician in the winter mm-hmm. the my drill batteries i was using batteries for those like if in the summer they would last me probably the whole day in the winter it would last me like an hour not even sometimes it depends on how like uh intensive the work is they die so quickly that's why i had to have mm-hmm. like four or five batteries because they would die so quickly in the winter and if you left them in in the vehicle yeah. overnight yeah um, they, they would die themselves overnight
1: how does that make sense
2: yeah now i'm trying to like be like wait why why did that work for small batteries but not for those ones I'm gonna have to research this after, okay. Yeah, because now (laughs) it's gonna like bother me. Yeah, exactly.
1: But yeah, that when you mentioned Mm -hmm. the Game Boy story, that's what I remembered.
2: Yeah, Game Boys were a thing back in the day, man. I loved my Game Boy. I felt so sad when I lost it. But when I got it back, like I was like, This is a sign that, you know, (laughs) it was meant to be. This is for me. Who needs to search for the person? (laughs) I mean,
1: you know, sometimes uh what's that saying when if you love something, let it go. Exactly. exactly,
2: That's exactly what happened. It (laughs) found its way back to me.
1: I mean, a version of it yeah somebody else it was the same
2: color you know it was destined destined exactly exactly (laughs) okay um oh shoot sorry did you have something else that you were bringing up earlier i forget what do we did we finish off on the topic of uh who's that show the Ultimatum.
1: uh aside from the fact that we just think it's a weird concept and we would never do it
2: yeah okay yeah that's our
1: our uh, analysis if, of it. If,
2: if you want to you know, understand what the show's about or even like, get a whole synopsis of the show, I suggest you watch a video made by Nathan Zed on YouTube. He's actually an Ethiopian YouTuber.
1: I was going to ask. Is he the one with the flower shirt that you have? Yeah, exactly. Uh, have you ever seen me
2: wear the Good Enough shirt? He's the guy who mm-hmm. made that shirt. Uh, but he has a really good like comprehensive view of the, what the whole show is and like, all the ridiculousness about it. He points it all out and like, gives you an idea of what all the relationships were like. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was really good. Just like good explanation of the show mm-hmm. and like the ridiculousness of it. Mm.
1: I, I I don't know if I'm gonna watch the whole thing. I just watched the first one just to Yeah, kind of his video is like fifteen minutes, so you save yourself a I'll few watch hours. It. Exactly. <laughs> you already spoiled one of the couples for me anyway, so yeah, whatever.
2: No, there's some crazy stuff that happens to that show. Oh, least, he goes through all of yeah, it? Yeah, he goes through all of it, basically. Oh. Not like he doesn't break it down all of it, but like he kinda like brings up each conversa- each relationship that's, like, worth bringing up. Yeah. Like, he mentions there's a couple, like, there's a, black, a couple black couples, and they're, like, kind of boring, so he doesn't even, like, go over them. Mm. But, yeah, he kind of just breaks down, like, the, the most ridiculous parts. Okay. Like, there's a part, you probably already saw it, where, like, two of the guys, like, tried to propose because they realized what the concept of the show was. Mm-hmm. No? You never saw
1: that? Okay, no, I only it. watched one episode.
2: I thought that was on the first episode. Oh, no, this was at the point where they had to choose who uh, they were going to be with for the next three weeks. Oh no! I didn't. Get oh, okay, that yeah. One. So at that yeah. point, like a couple of them tried to propose. One of them was successful. The other one was just super awkward. That's so. Uh. Yeah. Uh.
1: Uh-uh. Before we jump into our next topic, we're just gonna take a quick little break.
2: And we're back. <laughs> you never should have said it with me. <laughs> oh. No, no, no. Don't worry about it. It's yes. all good. Yeah, we're good. Okay. <laughs> Imagine if we're like. And, and we're back. back. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So now let's get into like some more serious topics. Mm-hmm. Uh. One thing. Unfortunately, we kind of have to repeat this. Like, probably it's going to happen every year at this point. But if you're not already aware, um, there's a, there was there was an attack of the people while they're doing the. I believe it was just a taraweh prayer, or they were doing some prayer. Were the they time. praying fajr? Uh, was it like fajr?
1: They, uh, they were praying in the mosque. Yeah,
2: they were praying in the mosque, and unfortunately um the they reported does. that there were a couple people throwing rocks at the police and they <sighs> took that as an offense and we're like so we're just gonna jump into the mosque here and kind of just attack anyone we see who's different or like who's a muslim in there and it's and it's unfortunate because like before ramadan even started mm. i kind of expected not expected but i anticipated this happening because mm-hmm. it, it happens every year at this point like it's something we've known to happen uh, but now it's kind of interesting because this is um in a time where the ukrainian war is also going on Mm -hmm. and like you can't help but to find the similarities there where you have like a country invading another country or or another sovereign state and it's kind of being twisted in a different way for um depending on who's being attacked so like Mm. because it's the palestinian people being attacked they call they call it a conflict between two sides. Yeah, it's not. And a they conflict. say they should they should both come to an agreement. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes to, uh, like, uh, Russia attacking Ukraine, which is also a bad thing, mm-hmm. they say like we should support Ukraine at at all means possible, mm-hmm. and like what Ukraine what Russia is doing is horrible and is breaking like so many humanitarian laws. So it's just yeah, it's just an interesting now that you kind of have something to point to where you're being a hypocrite where they're being a hypocrite and how they cover the story and even yesterday i think i was listening to like 680 news on like my way back from the gym or something yeah and i knew how they were going to cover but it was still just annoying how they were saying they brought up that thing where like some palestinian people were throwing rocks at the uh israeli forces and they took that um, as a self-defense measure to come in and...
1: To go and literally, like, destroy the mosque exactly. and kill people and injure them. and Like, I don't know if you saw the the videos of, like, the soldiers beating an old man or, like, a woman. He literally hit yeah. her with a stick. For what?
2: Yeah. And, and at this... Because I think what we understand now is that they don't think of the Palestinian people as human, in a way. Like, they've, so... they've been brainwashed, probably by their government, most likely by their government, yeah. to think of these people as, like... Not as people, similar to how like black people were thought of in mm. the slave in the time of uh slavery, right mm-hmm. because back the only way that they kind of got away with it or the way they kind of um, um not like the white people back then, what do you call it like the way that they were able to kind of justify it, yeah, was by saying that they weren't human, they were like subhuman, and they it's were insane. they' were equal to cattle or equal to animal, yeah, so there's a very similar brainwashing that's going on and in doctrine doctrine that's going on when it comes to dealing with the Palestinian people
1: I I remember us recording uh an an entire episode actually dedicated to Palestine and mm-hmm. the you know insanely like horrible things that are happening to the people of Palestine like last year mm-hmm. and i remember being like really upset like it angered me and i remember yeah. i was telling like i don't want to talk about this anymore i'm mad yeah. and i i feel that same sort of like anger it's just until when like mm-hmm. literally until when like every single year it's going to keep happening and you know I, I find now that uh the people of palestine and those who support palestine they're not even looking to to ask the western governments like they're not looking to mm-hmm. get support from america canada mm-hmm. whatever europe now they're just asking like where is the support from the muslim countries mm-hmm. like the muslim countries aren't even helping or supporting them a lot of them even have some sort of like uh, not partnership but a, a somewhat good relationship with the government of israel which mm-hmm. is yeah it's, 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 a, it's an unfortunate <laughs>
2: situation where like you I don't you, you almost can't even consider them muslim countries anymore because of the ties that they have with basically like you're not your enemy but like someone who's attacking your people or someone who's currently who's currently oppressing your people
1: yeah it's the the this uh, like you know i know we clarified this last year too but it's not all people of israel that are uh negatively impacting who are Uh, for this
2: or like yeah like not mm -hmm.
1: all not all people from israel are for this Mm -hmm. it's the zionists specifically and i'm assuming the government is under that too
2: yeah it's similar to like how like um in america like not everybody a lot of people were not for like certain wars that are going on Mm. um but the government themselves like they don't really listen to the people if that makes sense They're, they're not yeah like, there's only so much power that people have when it comes to um, making their voice heard. Yeah. And also, the government can be really good at persuading people to think a certain way through, like, pop- propaganda, similar yeah. to, like, where we saw with uh, uh, Trump, right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, true. like, it was really, it, it wasn't, it was only 50% of the country. Well, actually, 50% is still a pretty b- big margin. <laughs> it is. But the reason they were able to get 50% is through, like, propaganda. And also, it kind of did it to themselves by like not really giving the people many options mm-hmm. when it came to who they're going to vote for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you wouldn't say like because of what America is doing, like everyone in America is now a horrible person. Mm-hmm. Like we know a lot of people. There, there are a lot of Muslims in America, right? Yeah. But you yeah. wouldn't put the actions of America on those Muslim people as well. They're usually That's against true. it, right? That's true. Um,
1: I actually read online that um uh a lot of the men in israel don't really or i guess teenagers i don't know how old they have to be but mm-hmm. a lot of them don't have a choice and they have to join the idf
2: yeah i think they have a conscription what do you call it again what like where you have to go into the, the the army for i think two years what's that called? similar to what uh korea does
1: yeah but okay fine fine if you don't have a choice to join the army but mm-hmm. you do have a choice to be a decent hum- human being oh my god i'm getting con- congested. <laughs>
2: what oh are you congested <laughs> right now guys if i end up getting sick after this you know why okay i just
1: have to say side note this is all you're doing what because you peer pressured me to take off my mask and guess who got sick the week i took my mask off
2: no 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 yeah nah, 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 that's nah. actually what happened that you can't put that on me Sada. this is what women that's literally, do what are you talking this about this is what women that's do literally what happened. they will literally not take responsibility wow. for any of their actions this
1: was your do you you guys saw no, it here first no. and you see heard how she twisted first? that no see how you she peer
2: pressured that? me no 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 you literally cannot you cannot, peer pressured you cannot me. twist it. i did not peer. Sat, i literally walked into the building and you already had your mask off
1: it was on my chin no 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 <laughs> no, no, no,
2: no 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 i called you out for it okay but i this, called you out up i didn't say nothing
1: this this uh, in regards to
2: you taking it up i just i just called it out okay all yeah, so don't try twist it. See, men, we have to stick together. Oh my god, women are. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. All I'm playing. I'm playing, I'm playing is, but- all
1: I'm saying is, this is why I wanted to keep my mask on. Nah, okay,
2: get off that. Okay, it's not. <laughs> I, I wore it yesterday. That, okay, just we're saying. talking about Palestine right now. Okay? I know, but I just
1: had to throw that out there.
2: See, now, now you know, I forgot what I was even talking about.
1: The cons the thing where they have to join the. <laughs> What's it oh, called? Cons-
2: conscription. Search, search, conscription, conscription.
1: What's the word?
2: Conscription. Just, you know. Yeah, exactly. Conscription. Oh, shoot, my bad. Ah, my
1: leg. Oh, yeah, you're right.
2: Yeah, see, I know what I'm talking about, guys. Come on now.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. All right.
2: But, uh, yeah, so basically they have to join the army for a couple years. But also, speaking Mm. about peer pressure is Mm -hmm. that um, (laughs) peer pressure pressure can make you do horrible things, too. Yeah. Things that you, you would never expect yourself to ever do in your life. Right,
1: you know what that reminds me of? What? Uh, actually, we we spoke about this in our men's mental health episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember that one documentary about uh what's the name? Something Zimbardi.
2: Zimbardi. Philip
1: Zimbardo. He's an American psychologist. He yeah. did this experiment. The you know oh, the, the prison guard,
2: the jail experiment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you yeah.
1: ever watch that documentary?
2: Yeah. Well, I didn't watch. The, I knew about the experiment. Like from years and years ago mm-hmm. i didn't know they had it. yeah maybe i have watched a the documentary then yet because i remember they watched the, the video about it like many years ago yeah and yeah. that's
1: that's a prime example of how mm-hmm. peer pressure can make you do things that that's not who you are yeah uh, like in your nature and just to
2: give a quick breakdown of it is basically they took i think like 16 men and 16 men uh no like 30 men or something like that and they split half of them into prisoners and half of them into police officers or or enforcers guards, or whatever oh, yeah. guards and then they put them into like a makeshift jail mm-hmm. and they had to like run it like a jail mm-hmm. for I think a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. And even though they weren't really cops, they weren't really prisoners, eventually they kind of, the cop, the cops or the guards it started treating them like they were prisoners mm-hmm. and like the prisoners were being like tortured and being attacked and like being abused by these officers yeah. even though this was just a social experiment they all knew it was a social experiment they knew that this was not real and this is like all set up for them just to see what would happen but they still almost acted with impunity like like nothing would there was no cons- consequences to their actions
1: well i think they started to embody the roles that they were given yeah um i remember one of the examples was like uh they were given a uh, You know, like the typical sunglasses, like Mm -hmm. the aviator style. And some of the uh, guards wouldn't take them off to kind of separate themselves. Yeah. Because when you look into someone's eyes, it kind of like humanizes them. Yeah. So they would keep them on to like separate Mm -hmm. themselves from the Mm -hmm. prisoners.
2: To like show the lack of emotions. Because if they showed any emotion, they would think that would be weakness. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: That's so true. Yeah, But
2: it's not to like... What we're saying here is not to kind of excuse what these guards or these uh, officers are doing in... In Israel or Palestine right now to the people, yeah, but um, um you can kind of understand like how someone can be so horrible and 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 what how like peer pressure and this and propaganda and all of these different factors can make you do things that you never thought you'd be be able to do, yeah, um, and unfortunately, like the Palestinian people are the on the other side of that, yeah, and they're getting the the brunt of that force and It'll. I feel like it'll only really. It'll come down to the people of, um, well, the so-called state of Israel, mm-hmm. to kind of stop it themselves. I don't think at this point, I don't think there's anything any outside force can do to stop this from happening. Just, just from seeing. You think uh, they're that
1: untouchable?
2: No. It 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 requires the people who actually live there to like rise up and and speak against this and 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 stop it themselves. Not. And, and like the people, when I say like the people in the state of Israel, the people who are currently benefiting from mm-hmm. all these people who are getting uh, oppressed, mm-hmm. they need to stand up to it. But it's hard to do that when you're seeing, when you're benefiting from it, right? Like it's easy to kind of look away when you can go to the restaurant down the street and eat whatever you want and yeah. go to movies and do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. If it requires like a few thousand people or a few million people to uh, be oppressed and abused. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd be surprised what people are willing to look past.
1: I know. And and the thing is, is even if a lot of them don't support it, a lot of them still do support it too. Like mm-hmm. they, they are happy that this is happening. They're kind of neutral
2: in it. It's almost like racism in America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like saying nothing is still an act of uh, condoning what is happening to the people, right?
1: The silence is loud. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. We need a lot more allies in that country. And um, hopefully by kind of working against that propaganda and putting it out, like people making videos and like uh, uh, pointing out all these, and make, make, like putting out these videos of like showing the people getting oppressed and showing why it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, will get to those people and they can kind of do something about it.
1: Uh, yes, but I feel like even even with social media, mm-hmm. it's kind of sus out there because, um, you know, even if you know, I know we've spoken about this in our earlier episodes, mm-hmm. where a lot of times people look towards uh, celebrities or just people that have a bigger influence online to speak up against these types of issues. Mm-hmm. Someone like um, Bella Hadid is very outspoken about yeah. um, what's going on in Palestine, and even when she posts about it online, she gets shadowbanned. Yeah, or like Sopita also yeah. gets shadowbanned. Yeah, anyone who wants to speak up about it on Instagram their content either just mysteriously gets deleted or just doesn't mm-hmm. upload or, you know, not that many people like it doesn't get exposed to that many people. Whereas if they post about anything else, the whole world sees it. Exactly. Crazy. And it's
2: interesting how like it's just one small country. Yeah. Has so many vested interests in it. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, the conspiracy theorists can like go crazy with this kind of stuff. And you can, uh, honestly, like I wouldn't stop it because it's it's it can only come really come down to conspiracies. Like can, when people, the stigma behind the word conspiracy, mm-hmm. like, can kind of uh, blind you the fact to a real conspiracy that's actually going on. Yeah. Uh, because you once you hear that word, you're like, Oh, it's it, just it, yeah, exactly. But yeah. the the actual meaning behind the word is like people conspiring to. Um, what what is the definition of conspiracy?
1: Let's look that up real quick.
2: Oh. <laughs> definition? Why did you say meaning? <laughs> <laughs> okay like a secret plan by a group mm-hmm. to do something unlawful or harmful um or the action of plotting or conspiring like just that action in itself like why is that not something that it seems um realistic right mm-hmm. especially if they all feel like they can um maybe benefit me it all it all comes down to money and resources i always say that but yeah, it's unfortunate yeah exactly like, and it's funny cause, um, recently we got an email Mm -hmm. on our cousin connection page Mm -hmm. telling us like if you put up any videos mentioning anything about like ukraine and like any conspiracies that say anything like maybe slightly even pro-russian or saying like if people deserve it which they don't yeah like but we just got an email saying like anything like that you automatically get like like, um demonetized and like get a where's like this for energy for palestine exactly exactly Sorry. so i just had to um i'm so annoyed you know it's, it's an unfortunate situation it, and you can feel almost like what can you do and but
1: just pray for the muslims uh, not, not just in palestine all over the world i think yeah,
2: we need to find a way to kind of like pinpoint those people in that country to get mm-hmm. them to wake up to it right but the, but like still even racism at this point in America has not been solved and how many hundreds of years has it been right
1: how many black lives matter Well, that's a whole other topic <laughs>
2: no yeah but no I don't know just if you heard the of movement them. behind black lives matter the movement, not yeah. the actual organization yeah like i'm yeah. saying
1: like how many more protests need to happen how many more people need to be killed by the police for them to see that racism still exists and mm-hmm. is very rampant in uh um in the US
2: yeah it shows you how hard of a Issue it is to solve when it it's been happening for four hundred years in America wow. and still not solved and like it's almost it's almost like just starting not just starting but it's been going on for maybe fifty or six how how many years is nineteen forty eight I believe when they uh, took over Palestine so that's what like yeah. s- almost sixty seventy years right and unfo- and hopefully it doesn't take that four hundred years to people even to slightly wake up to the fact that something is going on there right
1: do you feel like pressure from uh, the country's allies would kind of sway the government in any way whatsoever to ease up on
2: um, the attacks you mean like well if it would only really take pressure from one country which is the usa america
1: is usa the israel's biggest ally well, oh yeah like, maybe definitely Saudi the biggest ally
2: of anyone in the world because they're they're such a, cause the Amer- such a large is? military force
1: but they're they're broke
2: no, it's, it's not when you have a military, Kinda. you're not broke, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you all need their money, money goes <laughs> towards that. That's exactly. why exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, that's the only real ally they need to kind of look to, right? Mm. And so, if they said, <laughs> imagine America helping yeah. Muslims, yeah, right. <laughs> no, but it, it's, it's definitely an issue that, uh, will need the people there to actually speak up for mm. it to be even somewhat addressed. Because right now, they're not even addressing it. They're constantly saying that it's a conflict between two sides, two yeah, almost equal sides. They try, and they try and make them sound equal, but it's How? not equal. Like, even in that story I mentioned earlier, or the, the article that I was mentioning about, um, in, on, not article, sorry, the 680 News thing I was listening to, like, at the end of it, they mentioned, and there were multiple, they reported multiple attacks or Palestinian attackers in other parts of the country or something like that. To kind of almost justify why they're doing this to the people,
1: it's only a matter of time before they go to, um, to before they get to Gaza because that's exactly like they start at the mosque, then they kind of go and make the other attacks.
2: Well, they don't go into Gaza; they just bomb it, basically. Yeah. (laughs) Or if if they yeah they don't they they just they they don't have any reason to go in; they just attack it from air. Yeah. Because it's it's an open air prison, right? So it's not like anyone can get out or in into it. So. You just, why not just attack him from the sky why waste your why why uh, use soldiers for
1: that that's so messed up mm-hmm.
2: um but yeah i know uh, that's why we said we we're going to start <laughs> start a little bit more upbeat topics and end with this one it's uh, definitely an unfortunate situation but um
1: make out while we're still in ramadan yeah exactly may allah help the muslims that are suffering around the world yeah inshallah but uh yeah, yeah. thanks again. <laughs> it's
2: so sad. Now. <laughs> I know. Now I'm just like all right guys. See you uh, next week. Yeah, so we actually have to head out of here. We got an iftar to get to. Yeah. I uh, I know these uh podcasts are a little bit shorter during Ramadan, but mm-hmm. you know this is you know you got time constraints now, okay? Yeah. Uh but hopefully that was somewhat entertaining for y'all and somewhat informative for y'all. I keep saying y'all. I know. But you know, it's, it, whatever. Okay, yeah. so that's who I am at this point. <laughs> uh thank you again for listening uh remember to follow us on or remember to subscribe on youtube and like the video mm-hmm. i should start the videos like that like like the videos right because apparently it really helps yeah, yeah give it us really a like helps, and yeah, like, like, like leave us, us a
1: comment yeah. let us know what you guys want to see exactly. from us in the future yeah
2: let us know what topics you'd like us to cover mm-hmm. uh remember you can also follow us on all our other social platforms at cousin connection pod like instagram tiktok i don't know linkedin not, not, not linkedin <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah uh, thanks again for listening guys and we'll talk to you later bye (laughs)